Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, 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 and welcome to The New Normal. I'm Deborah Francis-White, and this is a show about life and feminism in lockdown. And today my guest is Melissa Bravo. Um, so Melissa Bravo is an incredible dancer, dance teacher, choreographer, and uh, she has a feminist school of dancing called In Her, like a pun on inner. And so I'll just wait till a few more people get on. Um, but I need to tell you that we've got some exciting new T-shirts coming into the store. Uh, maybe you want to get Bronacy Titley's uh, Shipby Cray. Um, maybe you want to get Pippa Evans that says Tom Selinski's Nanny. Who knows? Um, so let's uh, let's go over and have a look uh, after this to guiltyfeminist.com. And you'll be able to see in the merch section of the stay-at-home T-shirts they are uh, all the stay-at-home T-shirts uh, are on print-on-demand, so there's no waste. And the merch store is donating 100% of the profit to the artist who has said the slogan. And if they're all right uh, for cash, then they can reroute that to somebody else who maybe needs it more, who can't pay their rent because they usually rely on gigging. So let me see if Melissa's there. And if Melissa Bravo is there... We will, ah, uh, no, actually, I don't know. If she, give me 20 seconds. Okay, I'm back and here we are. And Melissa Bravo has sent a request. Okay, so let's see. Hello, in five, four, unable to join, not five, four, anything. Okay, let's try again. Adding Melissa. In five, four, three, two, one. Yay! <laughs> Hello, Melissa Bravo. It's so lovely to have you on The New Normal. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know I'm a bit broken. I'm a bit <laughs> overtired. I'm yeah. a bit broken. Uh, Melissa is the person uh, that I have spent the most time with in lockdown, other than Tom Selinsky. Um, <laughs> on Zoom only. On Zoom. Uh, because Melissa has been teaching me to dance through the lockdown. It's, it's, I've very much seen this whole lockdown as an opportunity for a dirty dancing montage. <laughs> you know, similar to any, any, fill in any dance film here. There's always the montage 
where you learn to dance and you're doing the same thing over and over and over and getting better at it. Um, Melissa, is, it, is, is that how you've seen your time with me through lockdown? Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, I feel like we've been on like a roller coaster in all ways with movement. <laughs> Um, yes mentally physically and yeah in every way possible um but uh, it's been fun i think we've been on a nice journey together through this have i changed in my movement since meeting you massively you found your groove <laughs> massively you promised me i would find my groove and i <laughs> doubted it uh i'm in a sort of bed office situation here so normally i do this show in a big red chair but today I thought I'd try it in my bed office. So I often work in bed. So I just thought, you know what? I'm going to stay up here and see if this works. And it is working. So yes, Selena, I am in bed. Uh, <laughs> but I feel it's, it's quite Yoko Odo vibe to that, isn't it? Yeah, I quite like it. Um, uh, so yeah, have you been teaching other people to dance throughout? I won't be upset if other people have made the same journey. I won't feel like you're cheating on me, Melissa. Mm. You'll be teaching lots of people to dance through this time. Yeah, I've actually been, this has actually been the busiest time, I think, since I started this teaching um, originally when it wasn't online, but now I've taken it online. This has probably been the busiest I've been since. Like, I started this maybe a year ago. Um, wow. I teaching one-to-ones um, privately. And, yeah, this has probably been, like, the most busiest, hectic time I found myself in, which is, I mean, it's had, like, it's crazy times, but it's also been so fruitful and rewarding to see everyone's progress and, like, how committed they are and yeah just taking on a new challenge during this time and not giving up really and using this time wisely to work on something there are like the other people I'm teaching including yourself like it's something that you obviously wanted to do for a while and you've now taken this time to really indulge and push yourselves and um it's really inspiring for me honestly because it makes what I'm doing worthwhile like this is the reason why I do what I do is to help um encourage other people and to share that love of dance and movement and just music as well in general to pass that on to someone else that also wants to share that experience. Yeah, I do think, um, well, I'm gonna ask you, what do you think movement, changing your movement or opening a movement up or learning how to move your body in different ways does for you as a feminist and as a, as a woman or non-binary person? I think um, it gives you like a sense of I'll say personal ownership of yourself and not feeling controlled by others, but honing into what it is to move for yourself, to, to lead from yourself and to, yeah, make that decision to when you are moving and using these tools from your inner body and to convey that into a movement, um, <clears throat> I think it really allows you to be free. Oh, that's a lovely, lovely answer. I think it's very empowering. Um, I think uh, just to know what my body is capable of and everyone's body has different capabilities depending on your age and disability and all sorts of things. But I feel like for me, it's not about what someone else can do. It's about what I can do differently now because I've been playing with my body differently. And I think mm -hmm. it is such a play-based dance I've learned so that I've got, like I thought my chest was one thing, was one block. And I'd see other people isolate their chest and I just didn't really know what they were doing. But Melissa has really taught me that your chest is, is sort of lots of things and it, it's a concertina and it can move in different ways. I'm now slightly moving my chest on Instagram Live to demonstrate this and it looks a lot like I'm now doing a close-up on my breasts. Um, but it's, 
it's it's fascinating to me that I can kind of isolate this way or this way or this way or you know I can I can move it in so many different ways and ripple it in so many different ways but I did not know that I could do that and I feel like it's it's very powerful to find out what your own body can do and it makes you feel like a more powerful entity when you realize what 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 it is that your body can do and my body I know from yoga can move in various extraordinary ways that other people can't but other people can do things that I absolutely cannot do when I watched your show reel I was really shocked by what you could do because it seemed a little bit supernatural if you don't mind me saying I feel like that's putting that weight out there but no I I, I appreciate your compliment like for me that is a compliment um, yeah I mean is it is it rude to ask are you a wizard I mean if only it no, feels like I... it's very Hogwarts feel to some of your dance <laughs> I think the main thing is for me, like, I, I spend so much time trying to understand what my body is capable of and exploring what it is, what that means to me and, like, how I can find different ways of moving from different places. And it doesn't necessarily have to be physical. It could be, like, an emotional. It can be an emotion, a visual thing, something I can connect to internally. And then I start from there and try and see where I can go from that into, like, my extremity so using my limbs using the rest of my body but it is very much an eternal thing first and I think over the last couple of years I've been really trying to like harness in that energy and work work from there and knowing that that it, it comes it starts from within and then without not trying to do it the other way around taking out um taking from the my surroundings and things that are happening and letting that come into me I try to see okay how do I place my inner work and what's going on inside of me and what I have within me and how do I bring that out and share that with others. That's kind of where I guess my personal movement would stem from. And it's something I'm still developing. I'm still um, learning and, and evolving and growing. And I think life just in general, my process in life and the journey of my life has really like, it's constantly influencing that. So my movement is constantly evolving because of this. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about In Her and why you started it and what it is? <laughs> The joke is, I'm still developing this, yes, but, um, well. <laughs> but um, the idea that a couple of years ago, I think while I was still, I was training um, uh, in college and I was, I think it's when I was spending a lot of time in the studio by myself and not just in the studio, but outside and just really trying to understand what it is that made me want to move and why I wanted to dance and um, and then it kind of went past that. Then it started becoming more of a thing with my connections to things. Like, why did I, why am I drawn to certain things? Why do I speak a certain way? Why do I connect with certain people in a certain way? And to the things that were happening around me, because so many changes were happening, but I wanted to understand why. Like, why did these things happen in the way they did? And why was I reacting to them in a certain way? So I started, um, I think, yeah, I, think, I would say this probably started maybe three years ago, like where I really started to harness in this kind of in her, um energy um and it's basically like a form of therapy i would say um where i use it like as a creative therapy but it, it also is just for me to kind of have that time out and focus in my being so the whole thing is the in her is inner her like the inner being of us as women and her being the female so <clears throat> i kind of created this i guess saying or word or idea to help me understand what it is that I was going through um the changes that were happening within me and I think the more I spent time trying to focus on focusing on um my inner body and knowing what was happening inside of me the more I understood I understood what was happening around me so it started to make um 
it started to clear up and make things that I wasn't too sure about and things that I, was, I had a slight confusion with, it started to give me a better understanding and I guess a bit more substance and depth to the things I was in. Because I felt I didn't, I'm, I'd never wanted to just be floating or just going through life and not really understanding what it was that I had to bring and what I mm -hmm. have to offer and what I have to give to the world around me. So I was like, okay, cool. We need to take this time out because you're letting too much things come in and you don't know, like, I felt like I didn't know who I was. I think that's where it stemmed from. Like, I, it got to the point where I felt like I don't even know who I am anymore. Like, I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't know what it is that I, I even want to do anymore. So it, was, it got to a point where I was like, okay, you need to change the way you're showing up for yourself. And <laughs> um, so yeah. out everywhere and yeah. really focus on what it is that you want. What do you, like, literally, I started asking these questions in the morning, like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want today? What do you want? How do you want to feel? Like, how are you feeling today? And being honest and literally, like, journaling. So I think the first form of this kind of therapy thing started with journaling. Like, I started writing um, a lot all my emotions, all my feelings, all my thoughts, how I felt about certain things. And I was just trying to get it all out. So I guess it was like, instead of going to someone to speak to them, my journal became like my therapist, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I just started writing and writing and writing. And I think my sister really inspired that because she journals a lot. And I think just from conversations I had with her, I realized it was such a, a beautiful thing to have and a really uh, good way to release. And also understand later on when you go back and read what you write, Sometimes I never knew what, like, there'll be times where I wouldn't really understand, like, what it is that I was writing. But then when I was going back maybe a day, two, a week later, a week, a month later, it would be like, oh, my gosh, like, I was speaking to myself. <laughs> like, it's almost like oh. I was way above my, like, I was way ahead of myself. But then somehow, like, my spirit was speaking to me, knowing that I was going to go through the things I was going to go through. Um, so that's kind of where that stemmed from, like, the beginnings of things. And then later on, as me being a mover and a dancer, I started to use it within like my dance practice. So I started taking like things from my journal, like revelations that I was getting from my writings and trying to imp like uh, implement it into my movement and see like it, negative things and positive things. Like I was taking everything because I, I think it got to the point where I physically kept trying to um, oppress like negative feelings, thinking, like, oh no, I shouldn't be feeling like that. That's such a bad way. I shouldn't be thinking like that and all these things. And I realized that maybe you should actually understand why you're feeling like this. Why these things keep coming up? Why do you keep coming to these patterns? So I started to address them, allow them to come and just release through them, like actually try to understand why they were there. And I started using movement. And I guess like you could call this kind of meditative, like meditative movement or I don't know, yeah. movement meditation or whatever it may be. But I started focusing on certain things and using that to kind of help me visualize and move through my body with those things in mind um i think we've got to do this melissa we've got to do a retreat yeah. <laughs> and we're allowed to retreat again where we all journal Definitely. and then we then we do we learn some dancing capabilities through you and then we release release it um which i know sounds very hippie but <laughs> i think where the world's in a bit of a hippie place right now because right. we're all at the end of an epoch and like the beginning of a new one um can i ask you what coping strategies have you found for getting through lockdown? Um, okay, so for me, I must say, like at first, I didn't really feel I didn't feel like that much had changed around me because I spent a lot of time like with myself. So I know that for a lot of people, it's like, oh, it kind of brings like this situation that we're in. Um, they like it's kind of at first I was a bit like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? But when I actually sat with myself and was like, actually, hold on. 
like you're okay you've got a roof over your head you have nothing to complain about right now really and truly there's a lot of things happening around the world where it's a lot bigger than you right now so I kind of had to have a moment where I sat with myself I think I actually had a spoke I talked to you about this actually when it happened but like even I could feel myself getting a bit like wrapped up in the emotion of being like fear and I was like no like as soon as I like I had to take out all the kind of media and news and stuff like that and I think it's good to be aware but at the same time I wasn't allowing it to affect how I was feeling so I was still like taking time to go outside and have my meditations in the park and my yoga and um like I was doing a lot of yoga outside and I I love being outside with nature as much as I can like I love being outside in the park around green like that's my thing did I, you get chased away by the police at some point though because at some point in lockdown that became illegal yeah so like for me like I only did it I think in the first couple of days like just before it kind of was like lockdown lockdown right um so I was going outside then and then I realized yeah um, there was a few like I won the last moment to have a like a walk around the park just to like have a break um I did see police and everything like that so then I started to spend more time at home so I was mm -hmm. taking my um I guess like my practices that I do like meditation and um, the yoga and the stretching and even I think I've recently introduced maybe two weeks ago I started doing uh, qigong and just because I like to like focus on a lot of energy work and that's something I've always been interested in so I started implementing that into my practice um, which I also shared with my sister I think I told you this about um, when we had like, a session online via Zoom, via Zoom where we shared like a, a class together um, so there's like some of the things I started doing is journaling more I actually have a bit more time to actually spend writing in my journal which I was so thankful for because I started creating like time in the mornings for myself to just like have time out before I start my day because obviously I'm still teaching so I wanted to have at least an hour a day um, in the morning just to set myself up and make sure that I'm showing up well for other people as well as myself um so I started writing in the mornings taking like doing like gratitude talks so basically I would spend um some time in the morning just saying things that I was grateful for um reflecting on things that I was that I have currently in my life that sometimes we take for granted and um also the sending out like just like love to the people around me and the things that I'm grateful to have in my life so that was something that I started implementing more since I've been having like the um since the situation it's the lockdown and covid happened um and in my own practices i guess with training and movement i started experimenting a lot more with my body and from the people that i've been teaching i've been taking some of the stuff that i've been input like inputting in the sessions and also training myself in them because some things i'm like i will do and i'll see other people do then i'm like oh my gosh this is really beautiful like i want to also like move in this way as well because sometimes i'm teaching i'm so focused on like pulling everything out and trying to get you there and letting you see what you have like the, the power and magic that you have in yourself like it really inspires me to then go all right I need to go and have my session as well yeah so yeah that's something that I've been trying to spend more time doing but like it's been, I'm not gonna lie it's been hard trying to find a balance at the moment because obviously like I want to give so much and at the same time I'm like okay you need to you need to also take time out to have for yourself as well um well, one, I, for a Melissa Bravo soul session Oh yeah, so Sunday soul sessions, yes. So that's the one day of the week that I give myself, which I'm now going to change because I think I'm going to give myself two days a week because <gasps> I need it now. Yeah, <laughs> but like Sunday outrageous two soul session days. <laughs> so to be fair, when I say Sunday soul sessions, I try and give myself a soul session at least once every day. It could be ten minutes to twenty minutes, half an hour, an hour. I try and have that for myself at least somewhere in the day. But Sunday soul sessions are literally the whole Sunday. I do whatever I 
need for myself. So if that means that I'm literally going to sit and have um, a good read in a book, if I'm going to songwrite, if I'm going to write in my journal, if I'm going to make a really banging smoothie and make sure that I sit and enjoy it instead of running around a bit with my hand, um, if I'm going to actually take some time to make a meal, like it could be anything like sitting in my room and just listening to my favourite album, um, having a dance, like actually moving, moving uh, through music and using some of it in her... Um, ideas and concepts and tools or sometimes literally like sitting in front of my window like this and just taking in the sun like mm. it sounds so simple it sounds maybe maybe a little like really but honestly like just me sitting by my window and li literally taking that time to look at the sun and appreciate the light and the move sometimes like that is one of those two things really like center me so if I get too like crazy in a day like I will bring myself to my window and be like okay you just need to take a minute breathe appreciate everything around you and then go back to what you're doing because it does get a bit much sometimes when you're constantly like on the go and I'm that kind of person I think Deborah you will definitely get this because you're the same that we constantly want to be doing stuff we constantly want to be moving we constantly are like active so it's hard to just sit down sometimes but we need to yeah. do that for our bodies um so yeah with Sunday soul sessions that's where like I think I started again around the same time while I was in when I moved, I'm in London now, but I was studying in Cambridge at a performing arts school called Bodywork Studios. And I um, I was away from home for three years. So I think Sunday Solstice became a thing where um, I gave myself that day a permission to, or gave myself permission to have a day for myself where I could just unwind and do whatever I needed for myself to feel rejuvenate and ready for the week that I was about to go into. So that's where it kind of stemmed from. But obviously I've now taken it into my working weeks I made that Sunday is the only day I have off where I'm completely like off of work and I give myself everything I need to build me up again Wonderful. if I feel like deflated or whatever else. So um so I'm gonna ask you some quick fire ones now. Okay. Uh, anything you can show us in your <laughs> studio, it could be a pet. I know that you have one. Uh it could be uh, a costume. Is there anything you can show us that's a little bit of Melissa Bravo at home? Oh, I probably have something right here. Um, oh, you know what? This is perfect. I have something right here. <laughs> My teapot. <gasps> oh, lovely. I know that you're very into tea because when I had that problem with my leg, you were like, anti-inflammatory tea. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I, I love tea. But it's like, I only literally, I, this is all I drink is tea, water and smoothies. Like if I make the smoothies myself and juices, if I make them myself. Like, that is legit. That's all I drink. Unless, rarely, if I eat outside, I might have... No, I normally bring my tea bags with me. That's how bad it is. Like, wow. I really carry tea bags, and I ask them for hot water when I'm out, and that's what I have. So, this inside, I have um, loose leaves, so it's caramel tea. And um, joke is, originally, when I got this, um, I was away in Barcelona, and we, when we ate, me and my partner, we, at the time, we ate um, at a restaurant, and I saw one of these, it was a really small one, and I asked him, I was like, oh, I really want one of these. And then when we got back, here we are, I got one. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I love these kind of teapots. I actually have quite a few teapots that I collect with me. Um, but, yeah, so the loose leaves I, I like to experiment with sometimes as well. And I was telling you about the different, you know, health benefits for anti-inflammatory and all these different things. Um, I like to, like, find out and research. My sister kind of inspired that in me and my brother about the different health benefits from teas. Um, people are saying I've got no diet coach today. They're right. I have no diet coach today. I'm so broken <laughs> at the end of the week. I am doing this from bed. Uh, that is how physically tired I am. And that is partly 
The answer to the question, what is my coping strategy for getting through is Melissa Bravo, because without her, I would be depressed. And as it is, I am elated and my body is a concertina. Uh, but I did, it's possible I might've worked slash worked out too hard because now I am in bed. Uh, but Monday I'm going to be fine. Oh, look, she's just a demonstration of pouring tea there. This is so lovely. Um, you radiate light there. It's really lovely. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Any books you've been reading that you'd like to share with us? Um, yeah, so, well, actually, I actually have a pile here. Great. Let me just grab them. <clears throat> I'll busk while you're doing this. Um, okay, cool. I just recommended in the Telegraph Natalie Haynes's A Thousand Ships and Raven Smith's Trivial Pursuits. One was my feminist pick and one was my guilty pick. You will probably be able to work out which is which. Um, so what books have you got there, Melissa? So, um, hold on. <clears throat> so I actually have quite a lot of books because I tend to do this. I try to read one book and then I get inspired and I want to read another. But at this moment in time, I'm reading like four. And I'm also listening to your podcast at this moment in time. So that's nice. <laughs> so Happy. I'm to your podcast and your, yeah, your book, The Guilty Feminist, online as well. I've got that on Audible. So the first book my brother gave me, um, Africa's, Tarnished, African, Africa's Tarnished Name um, mm -hmm. by Tina Ebby. And then I've also got The Anatomy of the Spirit. These two are by the same author. So um, Carolyn Miss, she also put, uh, this one is called Sacred Contracts. And this one I haven't actually started yet. I'm starting this one this Sunday. And then I've also got Natives, which is by Carla. <clears throat> and then this I have here, the reason why I have this book it's not necessarily a book, it's my book, it's my journal. <laughs> so I tend to read this a lot. Like I like to go back over my journal to- uh, Wow. Yeah, to, this is also, I've got two. This is my dream book, but I've got another journal that I use to like just reflect. Um, and you I seem do so healthy and well-rounded, Melissa. <laughs> like you live the life that we all think we should live or we want to live. But in fact, we just end up binging 
old episodes of Scrubs instead oh, of writing in our dream that? journal and watering no, our plants and doing uh, inspired dancing. Um, your soul sessions are so healthy. Uh, none of them involve ordering chips from Deliveroo and then doing a marathon of old community episodes. Uh, how do you get yourself into that state where you want to do the wonderful, glorious, healthy thing that makes us all feel good, but we actually just lie there in our pajamas going, oh, I should do yoga, but I can't? Um, you know what it is? I think the main thing that kind of motivates me, or I guess, or inspires me to keep looking, checking myself, like checking in and making sure I'm keeping in check with myself is that, like, I, I always say, like, in the morning, like, I want to make sure that I show up for myself in the best way possible and give myself the best, like, chance or opportunities or, like, I don't know, like, I kind of want to give the best of myself. So, and to other people, like, my main thing is I never want to do anything just for Melissa. Like, I never just want to show up for me. I always want to make sure that I give my the best of myself to others. So I feel like if I'm not, like, give it showing up or giving the best things for myself, it's like, how can I show up the best way for other people? Like, I don't know, like, I always feel like I, I have to give myself the best chance. I need to look after my mental well-being. I need to make sure that I am doing what my body needs, like, giving myself the food that I need. So, like, I, you know, I'm quite specific about what I eat. And I make sure that what well, I'm trying to, I say I make sure there's times where I'm still learning. So a lot of things I kind of pick up on the way and I learn from other people. But all you can do is do your best. That's, that's all you can do. Sometimes you will mess up. Sometimes you'll do things. You'll be like, why did I do that? Well, we're not perfect. We're only human and these things happen but you have to give yourself you know wish your best mm -hmm. shot and i think the main thing is that like i i always wanted to make sure that i i give myself the best chance to be the best version of myself so you know Lisa, i need to i need to let you in on a little secret uh when you say all you can do is your best i i that's not true i can also do my worst and there's a, a deep spectrum between that i can do and often do do. So uh, I, I love, I love, you're a very inspirational uh, person to look to because now I think, what would Melissa do on a Sunday? Maybe I should do some of those holistic, gorgeous things that I know are going to make me feel good and not yeah. just kind of lie in bed and think about the yoga, but actually get out of bed and do the yoga. To be fair, I am very good at doing yoga. That's the only thing that I trained myself that my body now wants me to do the yoga rather than me taking someone here is saying um uh, ali saying i feel guilty about the dirty pizza i have in the oven now well it's a friday night maybe that's part of the soul no session is to feed yourself something like that like, i do not just like for me if i want something best believe i'll give myself it like <laughs> like this is what i will say like i will give myself whatever i feel like i need i'll give it so i enjoy tea so i made a cup of tea like <laughs> Do you know, like, do whatever feels good for you. Like, that's why I always encourage, like, do not worry about what other people think and have to say. Like, do what's good for you. That's the most yeah. important thing. Like, just because this is good for me, this, some of these things that I'm saying might not be, you might be like, oh, but I didn't like that. Or I wouldn't want to do it. That's okay. Like, I'm okay with that as well. When people have different differences, we're not the same. We are all different. And that's what makes us who we are. And I think we should embrace that more instead of comparing ourselves to other people. Like, who cares? Like, who is it okay question for you Melissa yeah is would it be considered a soul session if I asked my husband to make me a cocktail which I could drink in bed I have gotten up today but I've come back to bed is it okay to have a cocktail in bed and that's a question for all of the people watching as well you yeah. can all weigh in I can't really be asked to get up I need to get up before supper but I feel like having a cocktail in bed is this so 1940s Hollywood <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor uh, calling a butler to get her a cocktail in bed that it is not acceptable 
or is a cocktail in bed exactly what I need for Friday night? People, see, people, I'm loving the answers. Uh, a percent, yes, go on, definitely okay. Yes, it fucking is, Somalia Seaton. So, hello, Somalia Seaton. Um, get that cocktail. It feels like you need it. Say so, yes, do it. Cocktail, yes, I can. I, it's iconic. Somalia Seaton says, okay, I'm going to ask for it. Tom. <laughs> yes. Is it okay to have one of my cocktails? Because you know I'm not feeling very well, and I've had too big a week. He hasn't heard. Tom? Yes. Can you make me one of my cocktails, please? Sure. I love you. I've, I've, I've asked for it. He's very nice. Tom should have made it before you asked. That's, that's, a, lot, that's a lot. Poor Tom. Poor Tom. <laughs> He's so nice. To be fair, I'm very nice to him. And if he wanted one, I would get him one. John says, I'm surprised it's not in your hand. I'm going to copy you. I'm calling the butler husband immediately. Well done, Somalia Seaton. <laughs> um, can, can I ask? Is there anything that we can help you with in terms of a feminist ask that we can get behind or an activist ask? So it could be um, a food bank, it could be a refuge, it could be um, an artist's uh, uh, foundation or it could be a petition to sign. Is there anything that we can help you with that we can get behind? Yeah, so um, there was a guy, uh, his name is Shaka Baz. Uh, you can find him on Insta. His name is Shaka Baz. He's under Shaka Baz online. And um he's basically he's been working a lot with um different communities around africa and the caribbean um to basically house a lot of people uh kids children orphanages to keep them running and he was he's been building schools for the last couple of years so i've been um investing in that since i since i found out about him and that's something that um a lot of the things i'm doing now is to build my own fund to actually go out and do this this work myself um so if I ask if you are willing to and you want to sew into this, um, it's under, uh, if you go on GoFund, it should be under We Will Rise Together. That's the organisation. Or you can search his um, tag on Insta at Shaka Bars. I think it's C-H-A-K-A-B-A-R-S. Yes, yeah, somebody, somebody's just written it up there and says, I follow Shaka Bars. So, um, so go and look up Shaka Bars. If you make a little story... Uh, and act the guilty feminist we will share it so people can see thank you tom okay so i've got my cocktail now in bed right, mm. <laughs> this might be the first time i've had a cocktail in bed in my life <laughs> in my actual whole life i can't think i would never have tom's saying it doesn't seem likely he thinks i will have had a cocktail in bed before and i've just forgotten i don't think i have though i've never drunk in bed i don't think i don't i can't remember drinking in bed i have three more you forget that one <laughs> He said, have three more and you'll forget that one. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, I'll be like, that never happened. Yeah, um, right. No, I don't drink much. I, I enjoy one and I enjoy two. And then I'm like, no, I'm just going to fall asleep. Gina's saying that's not true. Have you had a cocktail in bed with me, Gina? That's, that's possible. If I've had a cocktail in bed, it's been with Gina DCO. It's possible that we've shared a hotel room at some point and we've had cocktails in bed i would i would believe that i would believe that i won't remember it but i will believe it um is there is there so if you make a story of that we can get behind that um and uh is there anything that surprised you about lockdown about your response to lockdown your personal response to lockdown jean is confirming we have drunk in bed together fair enough fair enough <laughs> it's good to know <laughs> mm. That's what that's that's it's good that it's good that one of us remember. I mean, one of us will remember lots of things both of us has done. I could probably remember things you haven't, you can't remember. I like to tell myself. Um, 
uh, Jungle says, I wish I could say the same, that I haven't drunk in bed. <laughs> um, I, it turns out to be a lie. It turns out I have. Um, yeah, so do you think it surprised you about your response to this, that you think, oh, I would have thought I would have responded this way, but I've responded this way? Um, wait, can you ask that question again, please? So in terms of the lockdown, is there anything that surprised you about your response? Ah. Um, like, I'm surprised that I wanted to do so much exercise, because in real life... I'm someone who likes to go to yoga. I mean, my dream would be to go to yoga every day. I love it. But usually I get there because my life is very busy two to four times a week. And if I get there four times a week, I feel fantastic. And if I get there twice a week, I feel fine. And if I, for whatever reason, don't get there at all, I feel terrible. And my body just starts to demand I go. But my response to lockdown has been, I'm learning to dance and I'm doing PT. And how many sessions can I do? And it's really unusual for me to be that person that I love it. I absolutely love it. And I want to sort of maintain it beyond. Are there any habits or responses? It could be something that you find positive or negative, or it could just be the way other people are responding, the way the world's responded to it. Has anything surprised you? Um, I kind of have a mixture of all three, but I'm going to try and round it up because, you know, I like to talk. <laughs> we love hearing you talk. You're very articulate. So I'm going to try and, yeah, round that up. So I think my first thing that I noticed the most was how people were reacting. And that really, um, I had to take a step back because I could understand some of the things that were happening and why people were so fearful. But um, it was quite overwhelming, to be honest. Like, and I know everyone was in this, like, everyone was feeling the same way. Like, I understand that. But it was for me, it was like, I think because I spend so much time trying to not feel like, feel, feel, fearful and to keep my mind positive and focus on good things even though don't get me wrong life gets in the way these things happen um I think I found it like really hard to like be around people that were constantly talking about the negatives and yeah. and I sometimes like I almost felt bad that I didn't feel not that I didn't feel the same way but in a, at, the, at times I kind of did feel a bit like should I be should I be more like fearful like should I be mm -hmm. should I be worried like should I be um feeling some type of way that I wasn't I was to be fair like I actually felt too calm at times and 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 I was like that's it. like I shouldn't be feeling annoyed but feeling calm like I was keeping my peace to be honest and mm -hmm. um I couldn't really understand some of the conversations I was having with some people I just couldn't relate like I I don't know why like I, I just couldn't see things how they were seeing and I think that kind of pulled me away from some things I kind of had to take a step back and um just have that time to be like, you know what, you need to just not allow to, this is why I came on social media, for instance, because it was, I felt like I was being bombarded by mm -hmm. so much information and it was so overloaded and um, it was just saturated, it was too much that I couldn't bear, like it physically, when I, I experienced it before, it physically makes me sick, so I have to take myself out of it because I don't know how to find a middle ground at this yeah. point in time, I have to, like I'm back, I'm learning how to do this, like I'm, well, I'm here now, so I'm, I am in and out of social media and I guess more so Instagram. Um, but I, I think I'm trying to learn how to uh, not allow it to use me, but if, let it be a tool to actually help others. And because I think social media can be so powerful, it's just sometimes it gets messed up and misused in certain ways. And um, it doesn't always do what it, you know, what it can do. It kind of uh, destroys a lot of things instead of help things grow. So mm -hmm. I felt like that was one aspect where I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I need to come off um, Instagram because it's just too much for me right now. I can't keep my mind focused on one thing when I've constantly got this going the other way, going against the way I'm trying to feel. So I think that was one aspect. And then 
with um, the positive, I'll say the, the positive thing that came out from it was um, I really got to like, I guess, hone in on my own training. Like normally when I'm in my normal life, when I'm teaching or performing or, you know, traveling for jobs, it's kind of like you're, you're constantly on the go. Like you, you know, you have one thing this day and then you have another thing this month and then it's constantly like switching and turning. It's never really like a, a structure. Um, so it kind of felt like I had a bit more control, whereas I can actually structure my days a bit better mm -hmm. and actually take the time out to do the things I wanted to do. But what happened, this is the, I say it's not really negative, but it's something I'm now observing and realizing that I need to reevaluate and um, sit with and, you know, make a change within the situation is that I start, because obviously I have my own business as well. I care so much about working and making that grow and helping the people that I'm helping. So what happened, I felt like I started again pulling and pouring so much of myself where I started to feel a bit like, oh, um, I don't have enough time to do the things I want to do as well. And I had to, like I told you this recent, this week, this last month has been so chaotic that I've been just, you know, on the go, mm -hmm. keep going. And I think it's kind of been a distraction, to be honest. And I love doing what I do. I love exchange and I love sharing and teaching with people. I love seeing people grow and learn. And I love that process. But at the same time, I, it started to hit me that I was like, okay, you know, practice what you're preaching. You know, you're giving all your time and energy to people. You're telling them to look after their bodies and you're telling them to really listen and listen to what they're feeling and all these different things. And I almost felt like it got to the point where as much as I was trying to keep a balance, it's kind of done this. Like I'm here yeah. and everything's kind of gone off balance. Do you have any renewed hope for humanity that maybe we're going to learn something from this? Um, I think one thing that kind of showed was uh, the lack of equality over so many spectrums. Like a lot of things that weren't really shown or I don't know, that came to, it's just, a lot of things have come to light that people weren't aware of or they chose not to see. And it's so many things that now we're all so affected by what's happening right now that where some people have been calling out from those places um, that they weren't being heard before, now people are actually trying to actually start to see what they were calling out from or asking for or in need of. And I hope that like throughout this process and like the change that's happening and um, I don't know, when we come into some kind of new order, that hopefully some of these things will, will be changed and um I would say maybe developed and also looked upon differently because I think so many things that uh, people weren't really focusing on they weren't they didn't really care about certain things that were happening the lack of the lack of certain um things that weren't like our privileges basically a lot of things that we're privileged with that other people don't have or don't have right. access to or they they're in need of things but no one cares because it's not affecting them so it doesn't matter um i think that's something that i've definitely seen for myself and other people is like oh my gosh like this was all been happening but you've been so here and mm -hmm. like even in my process of like dealing with what i'm going through now and even like work and all these other things i'm still trying to understand what else is happening outside of you like out of melissa's world what is going on around here and everywhere else because again it's not you know the world doesn't revol revolve around just yourself um, there's so many things happening around the world that we, you know, we don't really take, not everyone, but like, this is me included, that we don't really take the time to understand or even, you know, learn about and um, see how we can actually help and be a part of the change that is being asked for or needed. Mm -hmm. um, can I ask you, uh, at the beginning of The Guilty Feminist, you know, we always say I'm a feminist, but 
and we admit something where maybe our actions and our values don't meet. I've got quite a lot of I'm a feminist parts from uh, the lockdown because uh, I am, I really, I mean, I just, I'm a feminist, but the main reason I want the lockdown to end is because I really want a bikini wax. You can't do that yourself. You can't. Um, <laughs> but I'm a feminist, but the reason I want the lockdown to go on is I don't want to give up my dancing lessons. And not that I'll give up, but I, I'm, ha I'm having quite an intense one-woman drama school Zoom solo experience. Um, you know, Melissa, I'm taking up singing now. Um, it's basically fame school. Um, in the yeah, yeah, I'm doing Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I've never had this much time before where I'm low. I know I'm going to be home between nine thirty and eleven thirty in the morning because it's illegal not to be home. Um, so, do you have any other feminist parts that you've that you feel like have cut maybe come down from the lockdown or just in general? Um, I mean, in general. <laughs> okay, I'll give you one. I'm a feminist, but I like checking out my abs in the mirror. <laughs> nice okay well they're they're fine abs if i had your abs i would also check them out in the mirror and everyone should go and check out some of melissa's dancing it's on uh if you could if you just google melissa bravo and uh show reel you'll see it but there's other incredible dancers there that you just wonder how a human being can do those things but she can um also we've been talking about doing so i saw some people saying oh let's do a sort of class or something and we have been talking about doing a zoom guilty feminist in her class which would be great so uh watch this space for that because i think it'd be really great um someone's saying show us your abs you really do not have to show <laughs> your abs on instagram live but you're very welcome to oh my uh, gosh is this a thing <laughs> yeah no no shame in either direction um people are asking guilty feminist class yet yeah, you're very welcome to show your abs though they're lovely abs and we'd love to see them um guilty feminist class uh yes we're talking about doing an in her guilty feminist dance class because um it's really helped me people are liking that idea and also before we're talking about retreat people are very excited about that um and saying people saying this is making them want to move and it really is it really is can you show us that's what i should ask you can you show us one of your brilliant moves it can just be an upper body move okay uh, go on, <laughs> go on show your, your favorite one okay isolation. <laughs> oh yeah it Got is my favorite <laughs> yes yeah i am a uh, I, it took me a long time to get body rolls, like a long time. So much so that I think Melissa thought it's not going to happen. She always said it was going to happen. I always said it wasn't going to happen. Literally from the get-go, I was like, it's going to happen. <laughs> but now I talk about the groove pixie, because Melissa said, you've just got to find your groove. Um, and uh, the, the groove pixie has, she does come out now. She does come out sometimes if, you know, but you can't judge the groove pixie. She then runs back inside and doesn't want to play anymore. That's uh that's that's it's important to let your groove pixie out to play and just be curious as to how she wants to play with you uh, but i've definitely found my groove pixie through working with melissa um i highly recommend working with melissa bravo if you if you i don't know if you've got time to take on any other students but we should do a big um i think it'll be good should, to, yeah do a big group session we'll do a big group zoom session um and i'd love you to come on the guilty feminist when we're allowed to go back out i'd love you to do a dance um i know that's not very good podcasting but we've got big live <laughs> audiences so It'd be great. And can I, um, can I ask you, finally, uh, is there anything else you want to plug, tell us about, want to direct us to? Is there anything else? Um, mainly, I would say, like, with the in-her sessions, um, well, the practice that I'm trying to create is ideally I'm trying to take, when we're, like, out of this lockdown situation and we actually are allowed to go back into some form of normality, um, 
I actually want to take in her sessions around like different spaces, different groups of people. Like my idea was to really um, develop this practice and use it as a creative therapy within mentoring and uh, movement based, but movement therapy and take it to schools for young girls, so teens um, into like youth clubs, um, at schools, like any form of schools, it doesn't have to be a performing arts school, like different schools um, and use it as like a practice or uh, a class or a club or a session or workshop like I'm still developing this but I've literally got like pages of like ideas I, I want to go into so um, I would say if anyone can give me any um, I don't know direction or sources or places or if you have a school I don't know anything that I can kind of um, be plugged into or you can give me any information where it will take me to like give me a lead or a direction I will be so appreciative because it's something that I feel that's been on my heart for a very long time and I definitely want to act on this idea and vision that I have to share wonderful where do we contact you, do you, do you um, yeah I will give you so my email address is Melissa K Bravo so it's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-K-B-R-A-V-O at hotmail.co.uk and it's literally if you go onto my instagram it's on my um bio so you know if you do lose it or you forget it if you go on to melissa k bravo at melissa k bravo on instagram my email address is on there as well so i mean the reason why i don't say at me because i'm not always on social media i'm not always on insta so i, I don't want to be rude and not get back to you straight away so i would appreciate your email <laughs> if any, you do have anything that you want to share as well or anything that you want to express i'm all up for connecting and exchanging so i'm open to all ears all types right okay. and someone's asking if you've got any morning stretches you recommend to get moving um, um do you yeah so so my favorite one so the first morning one is literally to like stretch your take your i don't know if you can see me actually so i have my camera up but literally take your hands from above and you're just going to uh, take your arms up and stretch back to the side to the side so right and left and um, neck stretches. So I do this first thing in the morning, taking one ear to the shoulder, switching. That's more for the upper body. Downward dogs are my favorite thing. So and if mm. you can get to a downward dog, uh, cat cow. So if you contract and release your back, slowly, of course, first thing in the morning, um, and like a wave, like a ripple in the back. Those kind of things I use kind of to get myself warm in the morning when I first get out of bed. So hopefully those are... And when and your regular joint uh, uh, classes, have you got a Zoom class this weekend? Oh yeah, so every Saturday, um, I do a class called Moves and Grooves um, at twelve o'clock every Saturday, and I open it up to the people that I teach. So um, if that's something that you'd want to get involved with, it's an open session for everyone. Like I um, have been adapting it to make it work for um, <clears throat> every kind of movement, so you don't have to physically use the, your whole body. Um, you can just do your upper body, you can do your hands, you can literally just use your breath if you want to, if you want to connect with the music that way. So um, that's every Saturday at 12. And we have a different song like each week. I try and create, um, it's quite, at the first we do like more exercises and then I break down different movement um, and then it goes into like a bit more of a combination and choreography. But um, it's open to everyone, all ages and levels of dance. So you don't have to necessarily be a dancer. Um, you really don't, trust me, you do not have to be a dancer. <laughs> Yeah, because... so, I, I try and tailor it to every level. So there's some things in it that will be slightly more challenging for people that do have a little bit more experience or want the challenge. But I'll also give um, variations where I can so that it, it is a, it's suitable for everyone. 
Um, how do people I, get how do people get onto that Zoom? So um I do have a booking site, but um I think I can't even remember it off the top of my head, like the actual full URL. So can you make a story? Yeah, I'll make a story and then and if anything, like my email address is there, but what I'll do, I'll make a story of like some of the all the information that you would need to like do this and how you can get involved. Um, so follow at Melissa K Bravo, but also you can look on the Guilty Feminist Stories and uh, something will be up so you can join the class at noon tomorrow and every Saturday and we'll let you know when there's an In Her Guilty Feminist uh, dance class coming up that you can all join in to too. Yes. <laughs> that Great. Uh, and Melissa, finally, finally, if, if lockdown was over now and everything was back to the way it was, uh, what's the first thing you do? What are you dying to do? Uh, what, sorry, can you just say that question one more time? What are you desperate to do? If lockdown was over, what would you do if things were back to normal? I think um, being like locked down, I think it's made me really want to like connect with the people that I haven't seen in a long time. So like my family that live abroad, like most of my family live abroad. It's like, you know, sometimes you wait too long to go and see people that you, you really should go and see and like travel. I want to travel more. So I think I would want to book a flight right now and actually go to Grenada. That's, I, that's where my mum is from and um, book like my family to go away to Grenada. Because this time last year, that's where we were. And we were planning oh. to go this year too. So we wanted to be there this year. So that would be the first thing I think that would be on my, my um, list to do is like book us a, a family holiday to go to Grenada and have a reunion with my family. <laughs> I really hope that happens and I'm sure it will. Melissa, you've been absolutely inspirational to me through the lockdown and also now I've been so delighted to share you with everyone else. Thank you for being so generous with your time and your talent and your uh, stretches and also your insights. <laughs> and I know that you've inspired many here today. And uh, audience, we will be back on Monday with the new normal and something that Melissa said today will end up on a t-shirt and 100% of that profit from the t-shirt will go to her. They're, right, they're printed up on the demand. Uh, is there anything that Melissa said that uh, maybe it could just be Soul Session um, that you would buy on a t-shirt? Do, do, do people want Soul Session? Has anyone got any other ideas? Sometimes they've got other ideas. Um, <laughs> if you have got any ideas, let us know on, on Insta. Or if you've got any other ideas, Melissa, for what you want on your t-shirt, but it has to be something you've said on the new normal. Okay. If you want it to be something else, say it now. <laughs> said. Oh, I don't know. Like... <laughs> maybe no i think soul session, soul session is nice but i also like one of my main things is like everything you need is within you oh you're such That's a beautiful awesome. sunday yeah. soul session is nice though i think people would buy a t-shirt that says something yeah and i think because it's your t-shirt that you put on yeah some I, do your I, I think yeah. i would actually buy that i would actually I buy some would love, if i saw that i'd be like oh my gosh this is for me <laughs> Well, it will say X Melissa K Bravo on it because it's your quote. And it will also say the new normal and uh, stay at home. So uh, I think Soul Session is probably a winner there. Hannah from the merch store is the one who decides. But Hannah, if uh, you want our vote, we want, we want a Soul Session t-shirt. And we think that might. Uh, do you want Sunday Soul Session or Soul Session? I think Soul Session because I don't want it to be limited to one day. You want to be able to wear that t-shirt Monday to Friday. Right, exactly. Well. And, and Saturday. <laughs> You're right. Um, okay. All right. Melissa K. Bravo. We have loved you. We love your soul sessions. And I will see you on Monday morning uh, at 9.30 for a two-hour dance class where I will be back in full form. Yeah. Uh, stretched, stretched and ready, ready to dance. Thank you so much. Thank see you, you all on Monday. Yeah. Thanks Bye. everyone for tuning in. Bye. Uh, oh, it's been a delight. And don't forget to make your stories and everyone just follow her because she does brilliant, she puts up brilliant dance videos. She's a lovely person to follow. 
Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Thank you everyone. Bye. <laughs>